Welcome to the Rehope Podcast. Before we dive into this week's message, we'd like to provide you with some helpful resources. If you'd like someone to pray for you, it would be our joy to connect with you. So please email us at prayer at rehope.co.uk. If you'd like to get connected with an online Bible read-through group from wherever you are in the world, you can email brt at rehope.co.uk and be a part of a small group of people reading through the Bible cover to cover each year. Finally, if you would like to support the work and ministry of Rehope financially, you can do so online at rehope.co.uk slash giving. We pray you find this message encouraging, enlightening, and helpful. Enjoy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Let's start with a blessing. How about that? I'm going to bless you now. I bless you in the name of Jesus that you would know Jesus more wonderfully today. I bless you to receive healing if you need healing in your body, in your mind, in your emotions, in your spirit. I bless you to receive whatever guidance from God you need today. Whatever help from God you need immediately. I bless you with the resilience and capacity to flourish and prevail over whatever challenges you're facing in your life right now. And I bless you to feel hope and joy and love and peace, whatever's going on. I bless you with this in the name of Jesus. May it be. Amen. If you've been around here for a while, you know something that I'm passionate about is I want God to help you. I want God to answer your prayers. I want God to be very much good paying attention to you and the, and the things that are important to you. And I want him to be intervening and helping and blessing and doing miracles. I want God's help all over your life. And so we start with blessings and we talk about you know, how to see God's favor in our lives as we live lives of faith. And we're going to go into our next series starting next week in the book of Ruth, which is a lot about hope, but it's also about faith and love. And it's, it's going to be a really a great series as we dive into that t- today or t- next week. But today we're going to talk about um, answered prayers as we talk about fasting. Because I want God to answer your prayers. And, and some of you are like, I need a miracle. It's possible. Some of you are like, I need guidance from God. I need help from God. I'm, I'm worried about this. I'm anxious about this. I need direction. I, I, I'm uncertain about some things. God can make your path straight. God can make your path straight. And he can lead you on that path. Since January 2017, I have thrown out an invitation. I've thrown out an invitation to join myself and the elders of this church and the staff of this church to do a, a one week of fasting to start the year. Like a five days, a five day, a five day week of prayer and fasting where we fast and pray for our church and we pray for the things that are on each of our lives, uh, for, for God's breakthrough and his blessings and miracles, guidance, whatever, for, for our own lives. Now, when I, first started in, did the, when I first started thinking about this, I'm like, okay, I'll throw this out there, but nobody's ever going to take me up on this. No, who, would, who would want to fast for five days? Like, nobody. And yet, year after year, about 100 people, roughly 100 people, say, yes, I'm in this. I'm going to fast and pray with the church and seek God for, for the church and for the things on, on my life. I'm going to humble myself before God. I am going to seek Him as I start this year in the most powerful way possible as articulated in the Bible, and I'm going to seek him hard for, for the big things on my, on my heart. I, I say this every year, but I've got good news for those of you who are like, I'm not fasting. 
God's still going to hear your prayers. God still hears prayers and answers prayers. You don't need to do this to see answered prayers and God's help in your life. But I do believe that those who will spend the time fasting, that there is more. There's more prayer, more answers, more help, more guidance, more clarity for those who uh, humble themselves before God uh, with us as a church. Now, I'm also not promising that all your prayers are going to be answered. Uh, this is my 22nd fasting week, or so. Some of them are longer than a week, but my 22nd fasting week, and I still have one of the original prayer requests on my fasting week card. 21 fasting week, still one unanswered prayer. Praise God. I get to learn things like perseverance. I get to learn things like listening to God about, oh, is it time, should I be adjusting this prayer request? Should Should I be thinking this through? Should I let this go or should I keep going? God, you give me the direction because time itself doesn't determine if I, if I should keep praying this prayer. It would be only God who determines if I keep praying this prayer. But there's such power and perseverance. And so this, this could be an opportunity for me. But yeah, so there's one. Now, that said, there's a lot of answered prayer. I mean, since 2017, have you looked around and seen what's happened in this church and in our lives and in our homes and our families? So much goodness that we have, we have locations now. We, 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 we almost didn't make it this morning. Uh, but we have locations, and, and we have, and, and in my life, and, in, and I'm sure in many of your lives, there's so much goodness and, and answered, uh, answered prayer. But God's not my genie. He doesn't answer all the prayers. I don't, I don't get to just like spend fasting week and lay out my requests, and, and they're, they're guaranteed to be answered. But the thing is, God loves to answer prayers. He loves to answer your prayers. He loves to answer prayers that are, are prayed in faith, and he, he pays extra attention, is extra motivated to answer the prayers of those who humble themselves before God. It's like, God, I need you, I, and I'm willing to weaken myself. I'm going to humble myself and, and seek you in this way. So starting tonight, at midnight, I am going to stop eating food until midnight Friday night. That's the plan, and I'm going to drink whatever juices I want or whatever I want to drink. If I want, if I want a latte, I'm going to have a latte. If I want, if I want a, some juice, I'm going to have some juice. I'm, just, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm just going to stop eating food for, for the week in order to humble myself before God for this year. I'm going to be pre-ordering His help. I'm going to be pre-ordering His help and His miracles for the, for the year ahead, and I'm going to invite you. This is optional. It's optional. I'm going to invite you, or at least most of you, to join me in, in, this, in this endeavor. Now, I'm not inviting all of you. There, on this Fasting Week things, brilliant, by the way. Thank you for those who put this together. Who, I mean, have you, have you seen this? There, there's goodness all over this thing. Who wrote this thing? Brian Ingraham. <laughs> goodness. So good. Uh, wow, wow, wow. On the back, though, there's a, a list of some, uh, at least a starting point list of who should not be joining me in, in this fast. If you're, uh, if you're under 18, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. If you have exams or if you need your body or, uh, or mind to be especially clear or sharp this week, please don't do this. Uh, if you're pregnant or breastfeeding, please don't do this. If you're underweight, according to the NHS, not according to your own distorted view of yourself, then uh, don't. I should have worded that kinder. I'm sorry. According to, like, BMI calculator, right? Okay, if you're underweight, don't do this. Struggle with eating disorders, please don't do this. 
There's other reasons as well. If you have any worries about yourself or if you're on medication, uh, you need to talk to your doctor. Don't do this if you're on medication without doctor's approval. Uh, But anyways, but for for the rest of you, if if you're healthy, and this is a really good and powerful thing for us to do. But if you're not going to be joining us this week for good reasons or for whatever your reasons, think of this as intentional prayer week for you. This is a week where I'm going to intentionally, I'm going to take my prayer request and I'm going to bring it before God in the most powerful way that I can this week. Every year, every year I tend to talk about fasting. Uh, and so this year I'm like, okay, what am I going to say this time? What am I going to say this time? And what I want to talk about today is how to navigate this week so that it is absolutely the most possible effective for you. The, the, the way to navigate this week so it is the most likely to result in big, major answered prayers. That, that's, that, that's my hope. Whether you fast or not, how to see the, the highest probability uh, of, of answered prayers, especially for the things you care about. I don't really want to talk about how to fast. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. I just don't put food in my mouth. That's how I do it. Super secret uh, tip. I, I, I'm not eating, and so I don't eat. That's, that's, I just don't do that. And I just don't give way to fear. So much about it is, is, about, is about saying no to fear or, 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 or fear of being uncomfortable, the fear of being weak, the fear of being hungry. I'm just like, I'm not, just gonna, I'm not gonna give away to, to, to fear in this. Um, that's the point. The point is to be weak. It's like, oh, I'm feeling hungry. Yes, it's working. I'm feeling weak and tired. Yes, I'm humbling myself. It's, it's exact, I'm doing exactly what I set out to do, to weaken myself um, before God. That, that's the point. Uh, weakening is the point. In, in, in Deuteronomy chapter 8, Moses writes, Remember that the Lord your God led you on the entire journey these 40 years in the wilderness so that he might humble you and test you to know what was in your heart whether or not you would keep his commandments. How did he humble them? He humbled you by letting you go hungry. Hunger is a way of of humbling. Then he gave you manna to eat, which you and your ancestors had not known, so that you might learn that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of, of the Lord. So praise God, he's not forcing us by taking away our food to be humbled. This is by choice. This is by choice. And, it, and it's a powerful statement that we make when we, when we humble ourselves with fasting. We say, by choice, God, I am going to weaken myself because I believe that it's not going to be about my strength this year or me being at my best, but what, what you declare for my life. What I, I want you, God, to speak words out of your mouth that will shift the circumstances in my life for the better, for, for, for miracles and things like that. But it's not going to, my best this week is not as important as your help all year. So I'm, I'm going to be fasting. When I'm hungry, I'm not moaning. I'm like, yes, God, I'm humbling myself. I, I'm humbling myself before you. I want your help more than, more than food. I want your miracles more than food in my life. Now, just a side note. Most people, many people, not most, many, have, have, a, have a, test, a severe testing moment somewhere in the week where they're like, this is it. I, I, cannot, I cannot fast another minute. 
And it's, it's usually just one time, and, and, and it's just so intense. Um, sometimes, a lot of times people kind of give up at that point. It's fine. Grace to everybody. But that is a very significant potential moment for you. Learning to say no to what you really want is help. It's a helpful discipline that we don't have a lot of in our world today, especially when it comes to saying no to sin and temptation. We have, we have very few practices in our lives where we're, where we're saying no to things that our, our, our body's like, yes, eat food. So you can build up resilience, spiritual resilience, by learning to say no to something that your body's telling you you really want to do this. Okay, I'm not, I'm not worried if it, if it works, but you just keep going. And maybe you just go for a walk or have a glass of milk or, or go to sleep or what, whatever the case. It will pass. It will pass. There's those, those moments there. This isn't about failing or, or whatever. There's a whole section on the back here about grace. Uh, fine, just, just keep going. We're giving it a go. We're giving it a go. Anyways, uh, keep going. Okay, so today I want to talk about three things that will make your prayers this week extra powerful. Extra, way more likely to, to be done. And the first one is, is obvious. We're fasting. Humbling ourselves by not eating food for a specific period of time. For a specific period of time. We are not humble, no, we are humbling. We are not hunger striking. A hunger strike is, God, I am not going to eat food until you answer my prayer. That is not humbling yourself. That is like, I am going to strong arm God into doing what I want him to do. That's the opposite of what we're doing. That's why when we're fasting, we set a start time and we set a finish time, and we expect, we expect God to answer after we are done fasting. We see that all in the Bible. Uh, Bible read-through groups, whoop, whoop, uh, starting up uh, this week, right? Uh, we've Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther. I know you all picked this up. It's your first share, but I'm going to ruin it all. Uh, Ezra, he declares a fast. They're going to fast. There's a couple fasts in, in these books. But he declares a fast, and so what they do is they gather for this journey. They want God's protection and help over the journey, and so they stop eating. They declare a fast, and then they start eating again, and then they go on their journey. They fast, they end their fast, and then they go forward in faith, and God is with them and helps them. Most fasts work like this in the Bible. Jesus, he fasts for 40 days. And then he starts eating again, and he returns in power into his ministry. That's the word. He returns in power. He's stop, it's not during the fast. It's, it's going, flowing out of the fast after he starts eating again. Fasting week isn't normally answered prayer week. It's pre-ordering big miracles and breakthroughs and stuff bef- um, for the rest of the year. Okay, so this is piece number one here. Uh, most effective fasting sees us humbling ourselves, intentionally weakening ourselves uh, to seek God and, and for his breakthrough. Now, that's, that's what we would, you would expect we're going to talk about today. But actually, I really want to hit the next two aspects, which will take this as a base level and ramp it up to 100. How to really go from here and seeing your prayers more and more likely to be answered. The second thing is this. Living a godly life of faith in Jesus. Now, God answers prayers from all people. People who believe in Jesus, people who don't believe in Jesus, 
God loves answering prayers. He loves people. He cares about people. You don't have to be a Christian for God to answer your prayers. That's true. But he answers way more prayers of his children, those who have given their lives to Jesus. So living a godly life in Jesus, there's three aspects of this. Number one, those who believe in Jesus are more likely to see their, their prayers answered. They've become part of the family. Like, Jesus, I give my life to you. And then they get adopted into God's special family. And there's favor there. And there's attention there in, in a special way for, for God's people. But, it, you know, it doesn't matter if you didn't believe in Jesus yesterday or even right now at this moment. What do you do from here? That's the question. What, what do you do from here? Are you... Right now, you can make the shift in your life, and you'll be like, okay, I want, I'm, I'm going to choose today to believe in Jesus. I'm going to choose today to follow Jesus with my life, and I'm going to be forgiven. And from now on, I'm just going to live for Jesus, and I'm, I'm going to go from here. Whether you're a Christian in your first minute or, your, or, or for the last 20 years, those who believe in Jesus, however long that's been, get uh, extra attention. Again, God, God answers prayers for everybody, but, but there's extra there. That's, not, that's the first bit of this. But the second bit is those wholehearted in saying no to sin and compromise. Those wholehearted in saying no to sin and compromise are way more likely to answer prayer. I'm, re- I'm reading a biography, and um, George Mueller, and he drops a line in there. I think it's like chapter 12 or something like that, where he he, he's basically making a case why he doesn't think God should answer prayers of people who are living with sin and compromise in their life. He thinks it's almost immoral that God would do that. It, because it's, it's so good. Okay, I, you can read it yourself. If you, want a, if you want a good read, chapter 12 of the George Mueller book, I'll, I'll point it out to you. Anyways, <clears throat> but those who are wholehearted in saying no to sin and compromise in their life, who are aggressive about that, more answered prayer. Now, God answers prayers of people who have gray in their life. God answers prayers of, of, of people who are living with intentional sin and compromise. He does. But there's more for those who are wholehearted in following Jesus. Check out these words in uh, 1 John. 1 John chapter 3. Dear friends, if our hearts don't condemn us, we have confidence before God. And receive whatever we ask for from Him. Sorry, I didn't read that right. And receive whatever we ask from him because we keep his commands and do what is pleasing in his sight. There's a connection there. There's a connection there. God answers prayer for all people, but our confidence and our expectation and our, and our anticipation can go up as, as, as we live people who are wholehearted about running after Jesus. If, if you have sin areas in your life uh, that have been ongoing sin areas in your life, areas of gray or compromise that you know about that you're just kind of ignoring right now, welcome to Stop Ignoring It Sunday. Happy New Year. Stop Ignoring It Sunday. This is a great week to put those things to death. And as I hinted before, like, fasting week can be extra powerful. We see examples of in the Bible, but of, of, of being a time where we're like, okay, we are making changes. And we're going to start saying no to this sin that we've always been okay with, or this compromise, or this gray area. 
and we're going to now live wholehearted. Why is it helpful? Because you're already in the practice of saying no to something that you're used to wanting, food. And it's that same, it's that same aspect uh, connected to saying no to other areas. And there's spiritual stuff connected to that. And you can be praying for God's freedom and, and deliverance and help and, and, and all of that. But it's a great week to break with those, with those compromise areas. And if it's in the area of a, a relationship, it's a, you're in a, a week of like humbling yourself before God. And you're like, God, it's your way for me. It's your way for me. This un, ungodly relationship, or this unhealthy relationship that I'm in, and I, I submit it to you. And you're like, oh, that's, that seems really painful. Well, it is. But, but, but we're, we're, when we're set to wholeheartedly follow Jesus, that's, that's part of the path. That's the second bit. The third one here in, in, the, in the believing in Jesus bit is persevering in prayer. Persevering in prayer, never giving up. I told you I've got the same prayer request for 21 previous fasting weeks. Luke 18, Jesus tells a parable. And he tells this parable so that, I quote, we always pray and never give up. So we always pray and never give up. And he tells a story of a, of a widow who is not receiving justice. And the point is to keep praying. I believe that these three things that we just talked about, believing in Jesus, wholehearted, uh, saying no to sin and compromise, and continuing to persevere in prayer, these things will massively increase your uh, ability, your, your, the chances of God really intervening in miraculous ways and, and, and answering your prayers or more of your prayers. He may answer your prayers anyways, but this, this makes a huge difference. Now, if this doesn't describe you today, like, mm, th- those three things, I invite you to make the change today. I really don't care what happened yesterday. I really don't care what happened this morning. Where are you going to go from here? I don't care if, if, if your, your, your last week was all compromised. Where are you going to go from here? And I suggest as you get ready to dive into this week, to have a Jesus time. And just make Jesus, praying something like this, Jesus, I commit my life to you. Or I recommit my life to you. I'm going to choose to believe in you. I'm going to choose to follow you now or follow you better. And that means I'm going to live how you want me to live. And I'm going to say no to this sin, compromises, and I'm going to recommit myself to wholehearted obedience, wholeheartedly following you all the days of my life. I suggest praying something like that and really committing your life to Jesus. If you're committing your life to Jesus for the first time, you can be like, Jesus, now forgive me of everything. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and lead me forward. I give my life to you. Kelly, my wife, was saying to the leadership team this week that she feels like God's been talking about just walking in God's blessing and His holiness. Walking in God's blessing and holiness. Walking in God's blessing and His holiness. And that's, that's basically what we're, what we're doing. As we, part of our, what we're doing here is we're starting this year. We're recommitting to Jesus this year. We're recommitting to step forward in obedience and committing godly life. Lives, forgetting what's behind and now leaning in towards what's ahead. Okay, so 
I said at the beginning that there's three things that amp this up. And I've had a couple different threes, so I want to just make sure we know what we're talking about here. Number one, uh, not eating, humbling ourselves. Number two, wholehearted about Jesus. And in that, we have three different things there. The, this is the third one that will really make a big difference. Praying prayers that most move God to answer. Now, God hears all prayers, and he knows what you want even before you say it. I get that. That even the worst articulated prayers can be answered. Even like the prayers that I don't even know that I'm praying, but what I want. God, I, I get all that. But the, if you want to raise the probability of God answering your prayers, there, is, there are certain prayers that really make an impact and cause God to answer, even when he was like maybe 50-50 or even not so much so. Here's a funny story. I love it. It, 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 uh, it makes me just love Jesus all the more for this moment. And it gives me a good insight into God. <clears throat> Mark chapter 7. He got up, Jesus, <clears throat> and departed from there to the region of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it, but he could not escape notice. Instead, immediately after hearing about him, a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit, came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Gentile, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she was asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. <clears throat> Stop here. Super easy for Jesus, right? I mean, how many, I mean, what does it take for him? It's like, just like, he doesn't have to say anything really. I mean, this is like the easiest Jesus' prayer request ever, right, or, or, or request ever. This is, an, this is an easy one here. So, verse 27, he said to her, basically, no. Let the children be fed first because it isn't right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she replied to him, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he told her, <clears throat> because of this reply, why did God answer this prayer? Why does Jesus answer this prayer? Because of this reply. God really likes it when we get, make strong and well thought through cases for why should God answer our prayers. God loves it when we give him good replies. Why should I answer his prayer? If you, if you look at the, the other stories here, um, the version in Matthew, like this woman is, is harassing Jesus to try and get him to, to heal her daughter, and he's not saying anything to her. He's just ignoring her. And finally, the disciples come out. Like, Jesus' resistance to this moment, and his, it seems very high, like he's not eager to answer this prayer. If you just read it as it is without trying to throw your own theology in it. It's very re resistant to answering this prayer. Because of this reply, you may go, the demon has left your daughter. He doesn't even do anything. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't make any declaration. He doesn't lay his hand on the daughter. He just, it's done. Like that's how easy this one was for him, right? Because of this reply, you may go, the demon has left your daughter. When she went back to the home, she found her child lying there on the bed. The demon was gone. God, Jesus, responds to good answers. 
when it comes to why should he answer the, your prayer. I, I, I love that. I, 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 love, I love even seeing a little bit of resistance, but then, but then breakthrough. You look at all the prayers in the Old Testament, you're going to see the, the, the prayer request people are, are, are making a case why God should answer her prayers. And everything seems changed in this Jesus answered because of her great reply. Because of her reply. Because of her reason. It moves God to answer. Let's say you, you want a miracle. Let's say you want a miracle. The question is, why should God answer your prayer request? Build your case. This could be a game changer for you in Fasting Week. Figure this out. Why should God answer your prayer request? Build your case. What is it that is going to move God to not just based on his love for you, but even more so lean into answering your prayer requests? He loves the, when we know and we can make this, this appeal, like, like, like as if we're in a, in a courtroom. God, what, make your case. Okay, let's say you want a miracle. Let's say you want healing for yourself or somebody in, in your life, okay? God, I'm asking for a, a miracle here. I want total and complete healing for myself or for, for this person, here is why, here's my case, why you should answer this prayer. Now again, there's, there's lots of reasons in the Bible, but you, you start making your case because you should answer this prayer because you love this person. Maybe they don't know you, maybe they know you, but you love them, you made them, you, you formed them because you love them, heal them. Why should you answer that? Because the Bible says you answer prayers. Okay, Bible says you answer prayer. Why should you answer? Because the Bible gives you the name great physician. That you are the healer. It's one of your names. It's, it's part of who you are. It's, you, you, you are healer. So, so be who you are and be who you are in this situation. Be the healer. Why should you answer this prayer? Well, because in heaven... Where your ideal, ideal, ideal is done. Where everything is done exactly as you want it to be in the most ideal way. There's no sickness. Or there's no whatever this is. And so let your ideal, 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 ideal be done here in this moment. Because it's your ideal, 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 ideal. Other things that really build your case before God is, is God cares about his reputation. And he wants his reputation to go up. In every generation. God, why should you answer this prayer? Because when you heal this person, people will see that you still hear prayers. And that you still answer prayers and you still do miracles. It will be good for your reputation. God, why should, why, should you still, why should you do this? Because if you heal this person, I will tell people. I will testify. I will let it be known that I prayed and you answered and you are the prayer answering God. I will testify. Why should you answer this prayer? Because people will heal or people will hear and their faith will go up and then they will seek you and then, they, then you can heal them and then that can just multiply and multiply. Your testimony and your reputation can be multiplied. Why should you heal? Because it's so easy for you. I can't even think why you wouldn't. You just speak the word. It's done. You just, just say it, and it's done. It's easy for you. You build your case. 
Why should God answer your prayers? Build build a case. How about guidance? See, you want guidance from God. God, I'm asking you to clearly guide me in this decision-making moment. Why should he answer your prayers? Well, because I only want to do what you want me to do, and that's what you want. You want me to do what you want me to do, so help me do what you want me to do. If that's a little bit confusing to you, it made sense to me. So, I only want to do what you want me to do, so help me do that. Why should you answer prayer? Because you love it in your Bible when people come to you and ask for direction. You love that. You honor that. Honor that here. Why should you? Because you are the shepherd. Jesus, you're the shepherd. I am the sheep. You lead me. Psalm 23 at all. Like peaceful streams, quiet waters, valley of shadow, death, fear no evil. Like you lead. Because you are the God who speaks and guides. It's because you love, you, you love me and you care about me. It, those kinds of things. Like build, build your case. Why should God answer your request? Build your case. You, you get that figured out this week and it's really going to multiply answered prayers in our church and, and in our lives. Okay, so it's, it's, answered, it's uh, answered prayer week. No, it's fasting week. It's fasting week and I, I don't want to, just have you go through this without eating. I want this to be a, as effective as possible for you. Leading to the most answered prayers. I want miracles to flowing, be a flowing as. I want, I want uh, guidance and blessing and help. Matthew 7, Jesus says, keep asking. You'll receive. Keep seeking. You will find. Keep knocking and the door will be open. And it goes on to say, everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks Finds. Everyone who knocks the door will be open. And, and that can be a hard thing for us to, to, to grab onto because it's like, oh, that doesn't quite feel like our experience. Well, let's lean into that anyways. We'll hold those verses in front of Jesus and say, Jesus, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm asking for this help, this, this miracle. I genuinely know that the Bible teaches that if we humble ourselves before God, if we humble ourselves before Him, in this case with fasting, God is moved. I, I genuinely believe that when we are wholehearted in following Jesus, believing Him and wholehearted in obedience, God's moved. And I genuinely believe when we make our appeals to God persuasively and state our case, God has moved. I believe that this week could be a major turning point in your life. And you might look back to this week ahead and be like, wow, fasting week, 2023. I, I, I wrote down my prayer request, and now I look back and I see that God heard and answered. It shifted, shifted my life. If you want to do this this week, you go to the, you go to the website, rehope.co.uk, and you go to the fasting area, and here is the join-in form. Now, if you are an elder or a staff person, I didn't go in and type your name. You're going to have to do this yourself. I went in and typed my name into this form. Everybody is, gets to do this. Uh, please do this. It's really helpful for two reasons. One, we get to know how, who's, who's in it with us. Who, who do, and also we send out a survey at the end so that we can capture learning. How was it for you and what was your experience so we can, we can guide uh, people in the future about this process. You get to choose how many days you want to fast. One, two, three, four, or five. Uh, whatever many you, you want uh, there. Uh, why not five? Why not five? And, and you can choose your location. Brian, what location did you choose? Which one's your favorite? I put online and, uh, and, uh, and all that sort of stuff. So, but go in and do that. That's, that's really, first of all, important. And, you get, and this is a, a thing of making your declaration to God, like, I'm going to do this for this, this many days, okay? Then secondly, 
there's these prayer cards, uh, these, these fasting week cards. This is called treasure. Hold on to these. And what you do is you, you kind of write out your, your, your prayer requests for yourself on the, ba- on the back, and you want to hold on to them. My suggestion, yeah, go do that. I have a much longer version of this in my journal, and I have a longer version on this index card here. Now, if you're online and you're like, hey, I don't have a card, just, just do this uh, or, and put it in your journal or whatever, but, but just you want to write it down. It's very, very important, okay? And then there's things this week to help you. We have 8 a.m. prayer. We're in time to set aside to pray in the mornings. 8 a.m. prayer, it's on Zoom. You go to the fasting part of the website. We have 6 p.m. family time. I'm there on family time, and it's a time where we get to hear about other people's fasting experiences. It's, it's at 6 p.m. kind of during the dinner hour where you can kind of be distracted. Also, I'm going to be there. If you have some questions or, or worries about what you're experiencing, uh, maybe afterwards I can respond to you. At, 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 or if you type some stuff in the chat to me, I can respond uh, potentially during that, that time or shortly near the end of that call. Um, but it's a Zoom call. And you're welcome to be a part of that for a time of encouraging. There's a prayer night tomorrow night at Paisley. Um, speaking of last year's fasting points, Paisley, and it started, you get to see and be, be praying there at a huge uh, prayer point for last year for our church and see God's, God's goodness there, um, be, be a part of it. The prayer night uh, some years ago was we saw a miracle the next day where we prayed for our church and then Southside um, was provided for the next day. It was so, so amazing to see, uh, see that process. But that's tomorrow night. And then there's going to be prayer walks this week uh, at every location at 7.30, right? Christian Standard Time? Yeah. Yeah. Good. 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 So that's going on. Uh, the website has a lot of helpful information as well. But this is your friend. You want to take this? If I see this on your seat, I'll know they re- you rejected my, my hard work. You're laughing. You're, uh, you're, yeah. Hard, hard shell, soft heart. No, no. Uh, bring this. Very helpful stuff there. There's a lot of stuff I didn't say today, and, and you're going to want to have that. But it, also, if you're... Nope, that's not it. This is my card. Um, if you're not able to join us, welcome to Prayer Week. Same sort of stuff, though. Write down your prayer requests. Lean in in this way. The challenge for today is this. Whether you're going to do fasting or not, I want you to write out five compelling reasons why God should answer each one of your fasting week prayers. This is a great practice. It's a good, good mindset. And keep bringing those prayers to God uh, uh, throughout the week. Maybe you just do one a day, and you're like, today, I'm just going to come up with 30 reasons why God should answer this prayer. And just, just work through building your case before God on each one of your important prayer requests. Power, powerful time. Uh, a few final notes here. Pray this week. <laughs> right? It's, it's, not, it's not go without eating. It's maybe set your alarm. Maybe go prayer walks during, during your uh, meal times. It's humbling yourselves and prayer. And prayer. Um, if you find yourself not feeling like you're having enough time to pray through your cards, uh, my daughter and I were talking about this the other day, just put your card down on the table in front of you, put your hand on the card, and you say, God, these are my prayer requests. See and answer, please, in Jesus' name. Right? That, that's the quick version. I, you've written it down, and then maybe you have like 
all, all, here's my 40 pieces of why, this isn't it, but 40 pe- reasons why you should answer my prayers. I'm just going to stick that here before you. Please answer. You know, not every, not every prayer has to be a, a huge, long session. I do, accept, I do encourage you to have longer sessions with God, but the quick ones are powerful too. God, I'm keeping this before you, all right? Um, if you have any health worries or concerns, you can talk to me or, or Kelly or, or Stuart or, or the staff around here, your doctor. Um, if you're worried about, about things, um, we'd love to, if you're concerned. And, and then I'll be on Zoom this week at 6 o'clock if you, if you have some questions to come up. Everyone thinks this is terrifying. But soon you're going to learn that this is a week to look forward to. And we're going to break through the fear. We're not going to let fear drive our lives. And we're going we're gonna to ex- experience what could be one of the most life-changing weeks of your, of your life or your, your year for sure. Let me, let me bless you. Let me pray for us as we, as we get ready. For... <clears throat> God, I, I love it that you still hear prayers. That you still answer prayers, not just the small ones, the biggest ones. I love it that it is so easy for you to do everything from raise the dead to give simple directives. That nothing is hard for you. It's all easy. Now, God Almighty, you know the prayers on our hearts. And I ask you to answer them all. I ask you to answer all of the prayer requests in this room from from everyone. Why? Why should you answer all of our prayers? So that the testimony goes out throughout our nation and beyond that you do miracles, that you do the impossible, that you hear prayers, that you're still moving. For the sake of your great name, intervene and act. In Jesus of Nazareth's name we pray. Amen.